Hey everyone, this is Thea, and I want to welcome you to the corner of here and now, where we talk about real life, recovery, success, spirituality, and anything else that might come up right here, right now. Hold on to your seat, because we're in for a ride. again to the corner of here and now episode 2.47 48th in a row uh i was just looking at a calendar and it looks like we're going to go to 53 i may have misjudged my counting there all 50 plus days ago but that's okay we're going to go till friday january 1st that will be the the last one in this series and then um I'll just figure it out from there. I'm not really sure what that's going to look like. I am going to take a break, though, I can tell you that. Not because I, uh, you know, dislike it or whatever. It is getting tougher um, to kind of keep rolling. I'm sure we could come up with a zillion things to talk about. But I really want to work hard, too, at getting more guests on. That was a little tougher than I had anticipated originally. So, um I'm going to try and and get ahead of the game on that a little bit and come after that in a little bit different manner. So I'm excited about that. But this has really been an interesting journey for me over the last, um, well, like I said, 48 days about what this would entail. And kind of like I was talking about yesterday about the, I can do this for 52 days. Why can't I do other things for 52 days? Or if we reframe that, if I can do this for 52 days, I can do anything for 52 days, and then some, right? It's that one day at a time, one foot in front of the other um, deal, and that this thing has been, it's in the big picture, it's been a gift. Um, and I'll maybe talk about that more towards the end of the week, maybe on Friday. But, um, but yeah, I wanted to go back one more time to some of this judgment stuff because... It's funny, you know, it's just like when we tell our story, there's three versions, right? The one I want to tell, the one I actually tell, um, and the one I think I should have told. So that tends to happen with this as well. I'll have an idea in mind someday. Some days I don't have any idea in mind what I'm going to talk about. But I have an idea in mind, and then I kind of, you know, swish it around in my head, and then... I actually do it, and then I was like, oh, I should have said this, and so yeah. So yesterday that happened, and I was thinking after we were done that for me, this is just for me, that judgment and jealousy go hand in hand um, for me today, and I've been all, on all sides of this judgment thing. I'm... I'm um, very guilty of judging people over the years and I've, and I've been judged. Um, and it's not comfortable on any plane, right? It's nothing that is, um, something to be worthy of or whatever the deal is. I mean, I've even judged the judges. Like, I can't believe you're judging them. (laughs) Well, aren't you judging the him for judging them? Like, so it can go down, you know, 
all these crazy rabbit holes if we're not careful. So I have to be really w- aware of that and and you know pay attention. And I come from a family of people that judge. Like we judge each other so harshly. I come from a f- family of strong women, very mar- matriarchal family and uh, very vain. And they judged each other, man. My aunt, my mom and my aunts, they would, they would, it was horrible what they did on some level, just the judgment that took place on all of us as kids, the, me and my sister and my cousins and the backlash that's come, um, from a lot of that. And, you know, that doesn't make it okay. I'm not saying that at all, but it's interesting for me today to be able to look back at that and, um, have some, I don't know, just be aware of it, to have some awareness of it and be willing to work on it. Um, so yeah, it's a tough deal, um, to be there. So anyway, so moving on, I don't want to get back into all that topic, but I wanted to throw that out there before I got rolling on some of this other stuff. So today what I wanted to talk about a little bit, um, is that I say this a lot when I tell my story, and I don't know that we've talked about it um, much on the podcast, so I wanted to bring it up today. I was actually going through a list. I made a list at the very beginning of all this of about 30 topics, and I sat down last night and went through a bunch of those topics, and most of them have been talked about, but there's a few that haven't. So I'm going to try and hit on those over the next several days. And um, (laughs) so this one, you know, jumped out at me. And it says, the fact that I'm an addict is a small part of who I am today. And I'll say that again. The fact that I'm an addict is a small part of who I am today. This for me is a really, really powerful thing. Because the fact that I'm an addict isn't what drives me today and what I mean by that is well obviously I'm not chasing drugs um, although there are other things in my life that you know I chase I guess for lack of a better way to put it Um, but those things aren't everything I'm not just one big nerve ending walking around like I used to be that has to be controlled Uh, it's not quite the right word um that this has to be controlled today from an outside substance and that is a really really big deal you know when I first got clean I wanted to stand on rooftops and yell everyone I'm an addict that's what's wrong with me it's all gonna you know everyone needs to work the steps and blah 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 and that's just not how it is today and I'm so grateful for that that I can go sit in a room with a bunch of colleagues and you know talk about what we do and there is never I don't stumble around there's no I'm there's no reason for anyone to even think that I'm an addict um from the outside and I think that's a really cool thing and that we can get to that place if we're willing to do the work, like we've, you know, it's been the process and the work has been talked about over and over again over the last 48 days. And, you know, we can get to a place in our lives where that's the, that's the, that's the deal. It's not my defining characteristic today. What an amazing 
thing to have that opportunity when we're willing to get there. Now, did that come overnight? No, not at all. You know, on some level, we get that cash register honesty, and we can get past the the basic using stuff pretty, I'm going to say easily, again, for lack of a better term, as we move along, and we can get past that. And that that is so cool, right? Um, I think that that's why the first year is a gift. I say that a lot at birthday night. The first year is a gift, right? For the people that are picking up a year, so hang on. And, you know, there's always people that are like, oh, that's a bunch of shit, Thea. You don't know what I've been through and blah, blah, blah. And I go, well, I know. We all go through different stuff. And some people have a horrible first year. Like, it's really, really hard. Like, I get that. But the fact that for me, the first year was all about staying clean and that's all that it was about. And it gave me the opportunity to be in that space for me is a big deal. I don't know that I could have made it any other way. And the people that do, I give you credit because it's a big fucking deal. But I do believe that on some level, that first year, we are so focused on staying clean that it's supposed to be that way and that our driving characteristic maybe is supposed to be that in the first year. It's supposed to be about staying clean and it's supposed to be about, um, you know, focusing on the steps and building those um, friendships and a relationship with our sponsor and all this stuff so that when we get past that invisible line of the first year or wherever it is for you, when we start to be gaining more responsibilities, we get more keys on our keychain, we have to make payments on things or whatever, whatever it is, um, that we have that foundation laid. And I think that's what that means when we say the first year is a gift. But then we can grow past that. Um, you know, I'm a different person today than the person who showed up in the rooms for the most part. Obviously, there's, I still have some things there. And if you talk to my family, I'm sure they'll be happy to tell you about them. Um, but for the most part, I'm a different person. And that is such a cool thing. Like, what if I had almost 25 years clean, but I was the same person that walked in the door 25 years ago? That's not, that's not how I want it to be. And I don't think that's how anyone else wants it to be. For me personally, I want to become a better, different person. I want to be on this path of seeking and growing. And that's where I consider myself as I consider myself on a, a path of seeking and growing and evolving and leveling up every chance I get all, all of these things. But I can't do that if I'm, if I'm the same person and it's what got me here. Um, it's the fact that I'm an addict too, though. That's my superpower, right? Um, we all have it. All of us, that maybe you're listening to this, even if you're not an addict, you have something inside you, maybe some tenacity or some grit or something that is your superpower. And we all, we all have something like that. The fact that we as addicts were able to live out there and survive for as long as we did tells us, you know, how smart we really are and how we can make good decisions and we can do things and we can see things through 
that is huge. Um, and I think it's partly what gives us our power, if you will, even though we're powerless, when we're clean and we're going after goals and we see we see the goalposts and we're able to put our head down and get things done. I think part of that is the fact that we are an addict. So although the fact that I'm an addict is a small part of who I am today, it's what gives me the most power. It's what gives me the most tenacity. It's where the light shines in, you know, the cracks are where the light shines in. And I think that's, you know, the beautiful part of this is, is that we have these opportunities. So it's the fact that I'm an addict, even though it's a small part of me, it's what makes me shine the brightest. Right. And I would assume that would be the same for you if you allow it to happen. And that's such an amazing thing. The fact that I'm an addict is not the guiding force in my life today. I have other things today that are the guiding force. And, um, you know, I got to hear a speaker the other night and he was talking about love and how just being of service and having love in our lives are really our purpose. You know, people spend thousands of dollars to go to huge seminars and build vision boards and do all these different things that will tell them what their purpose is. But maybe my purpose and some of us in the rooms, our purpose is, is just to like step 12 tells us, you know. And that's the deal. That's where that comes from. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we continue to carry this message and practice these principles in all our affairs. Maybe that's my purpose. Maybe it's the basics, keeping it simple. Advanced, though those are called advanced basics. <laughs> I heard that on a work seminar today. The guy was talking about advanced basics. I was like, oh, shit, I like that advanced basics so yeah I think that's awesome that you know the fact that I'm an ad it's such a miracle I have so much gratitude for that that I'm not the person that I used to be and it's not the thing that people know me by today oh yeah Thea the at Thea the at addict no you know, even some of my colleagues that I've gotten to know really well over the years, some really good friends that I have outside the fellowship, they would have never guessed in a million years that I'm an addict and that I'm in recovery. That's just not, it's not how we present at a certain time in our lives. And I think that that's really cool. Um, so yeah, that was my topic for today. And <clears throat> I think that's it for now. It's such a beautiful thing. I hope you all had a great day um, as we move into this last week of the year, this weird time. There's always this weird time between Christmas and New Year's where everything's like half pace and everybody's just kind of waiting. And um, yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting time of year, especially with this crazy year. Um, so, anyway, sending you all tons of love tonight tonight and i will talk to you tomorrow peace out all right everyone that's another episode of the corner of here and now thank you for joining me if you like what you're hearing please share comment and or subscribe 
Please know that the music used in this podcast is the one and only Kenny Cordray. The song is called Rojo that was generously donated by his family. Until the next time we meet on the corner of here and now, remember, we're all just walking each other home. Peace out.